News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. On- Netflix's series showcasing the life and crimes of mass murderer Jeffrey Dahmer is the latest production to add fuel to the fire of our true crime obsession. But why do we enjoy watching such grisly tales? And is our enjoyment of these real-life horror stories problematic? For more on this, we're joined now by Professor Brendan Kelly, Professor of Psychiatry at Trinity College Dublin and the author of In Search of Madness. Good morning to you, Brendan. Um, what is drawing us to these these true crimes? Is it a, a love of violence? Is, is, it, is it a fascination with psychopaths? Well, a couple of things draw us to these uh, TV programs, podcasts, books, and so on. I mean, th- there is an evolutionary need to learn about predators, to to understand how you know danger works. Uh, so, therefore, we recognise it better. But I think a more a more likely reason is that we're a bit obsessed with the darker side of humanity, the the bad things other people can do, and the extent to which maybe we could do these things too if we had different circumstances or if life had been different to us. So I suppose it's partly about understanding risk and predators and how they work so we might recognise them. But there's also this desire to know about, you know, the deepest, the darkest and this strange belief that there's evil lurking in most people if only the circumstances were were, were such as to bring it out as in these uh, as in these stories and podcasts and, and TV series. Is that true? Is there a capability within most, if not all, people to commit great acts of, of violence or, or, or evil? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, we're, we're, we're shaped by our circumstances to an absolutely astonishing degree. And I think, you know, we compare ourselves with these figures as we watch them. What do we have in common? How are we, how are we different? And, you know, it's kind of, we, we can gasp at things that they do, but deep inside each of us, there's a worry that we might well do the same thing if we were in a similar situation. And, and that's, that's kind of... Um, you know, it, it it gives us a strange feeling inside. It, it gives us a, a feeling of power, but also a feeling of fear and anxiety. But critically, it does this in a completely safe environment. We're sitting in the living room looking at the TV, which we can then switch off. Is there something wrong, though, Brendan, with the fact that we seem to be far more fascinated with, with the, the perpetrator, the predator, than we are with, with the victim and, and their suffering as such? Well, that that is unjust. We should, of course, be far more um, involved with the victims, but but we do we do tend to want the, uh, to understand the mind of the predator. We want to know the the why, and we tend th- to think that lies in the mind of the predator, in the mind of the serial killer. And of course, there are some problems with this because we get, we get sort of physically excited, we get tense watching these programs, and it's very important that we let that go afterwards, and we don't live in a sort of a hype up state with high levels of cortisol coursing through our bodies all day long because we were watching about serial killers uh, uh, but now in fact we're, yeah, we're working. Uh, yeah. I'm not great with these at all. I, I, I find they make me jumpy afterwards and all the kind of stuff and even books that are, 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 are about such things. Um, you know, I hear things on my drain pipes and stuff at night and all. I, don't, I don't really like them. But is there a danger with, and there's been so many of these things, that we are kind of glamorising some of these 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 people, you know, the Ted Bundy series, the Jeffrey Dahmer series, all of that, and that perhaps making them and their behaviour more attractive to people who are of a certain inclination. 
Yes, I mean, there are ways these things should be presented, like presenting details about methods used and so forth is not helpful. And balancing a story with um, emphasis on victims is very, very important and victims' families and the harm it causes. Of course, there is another admittedly quite peripheral argument in favour of these series, which is that they allow us to vicariously discharge or get rid of any impulses we have. So rather than committing an act of violence or doing something unreasonable or psychopathic by somehow watching it on the TV, we, we get rid of that impulse and we vicariously um, live through what other people do and then we switch off the TV and behave like perfect citizens. <laughs> Lastly, Brendan, just to freak our listeners out, what is the proportion of, of psychopaths in the population? Ah, well, that's very hard to know because they don't declare themselves. The, many psychopaths operate very, very silently um, and most psychopaths do not, in fact, harm or kill no, other no, people I, I'm in aware, ways but, but, but that are measured. Is it about 1% though, do we think? Oh, it's it's considerably higher than one percent, and it depends what part of the population you look at. It could be around three to five percent, um, and these people tend to be very manipulative, tend to be difficult, and leave a trail of emotional destruction in their wake, primarily. Three to five percent. I like it. Listen, thank you very much for leaving us with that. That is Professor Brendan Kelly, uh, their professor of psychiatry at Trinity. Apparently, it's very high in in um, journalists, Shane, priests, and doctors. Very high levels of it. Uh, I, I tick two boxes there. Just saying. Okay, uh, lots of people getting in touch about various issues. Uh, the cashless society, lots of you saying they want to see uh, a cashless society staying on that older people are struggling to use it. But another listener who is a builder says, uh, bank already have control of your money. Unless you're talking about cash under the mattress, cashless will stop mugging and most robbery. I don't know if drug dealers take cards, but knowing the money is traceable in the event of a crime. I'm a builder, cash is a pain in the ass. So much of my competitors, 100% cash, no VAT, no POE. Very difficult to legitimately compete with. And that's from Dan. That is our lot for today. There will be coverage of today's budget throughout the day on News Talk on all the programmes on the station with a special programme as well coming live to you from around lunchtime today when the announcements are made. Do stay tuned for all of that. But other than that, myself and Shane will be back on air with you tomorrow at seven. Have a good budget day. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at seven. On News Talk.